Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Let's welcome in uh, President Donald Trump. Uh, Mr. President, welcome back to the show. Well, thank you, Brian. Thank you very much. So, Mr. President, no one has better political instincts, I would argue, than you. Do you sense a red wave? I do. I think so. Uh, About six months ago, it felt phenomenal. Then it got a little bit muddied up. Uh, Now I think we're going to do very well. I actually think we're going to do very well. Maybe surprisingly well. Crime is a disaster for them. I mean, it's a Democrat cities, but crime is just an absolute disaster for them. And the economy and inflation is uh, really bad. And then they put Afghanistan and the withdrawal in the back of their mind, the way they withdrew, not the withdrawal, the way they withdrew with, with uh, the fact that it was really a surrender, not a withdrawal. It was the lowest day in the life of our country, in my opinion. You, you know, you add all of these factors. We're not respected anymore. We're not. We have nothing. We have nothing with the war with Ukraine and Russia would have never happened. It should have never happened. Would have never happened. Why would you? Why do you think it wouldn't have happened if you were president? Because Putin respected me, and we didn't play games, and it wouldn't have happened. Plus, just another little factor is when oil went up to $114 a barrel, uh, Putin was making a fortune no matter what the war cost. When I had it, I had it at $40 a barrel. And at $40 a barrel, he couldn't have afforded the war. Right now, oil is so expensive that he can continue to go. The money's not going to be the problem. The capability is, and certainly he's been— Somewhat embarrassed, but now if you notice, he's bringing out some pretty vicious weapons and from Iran. Effect. He's bringing them on from Iran. What would you do yeah, if Iran yeah. was supplying uh, kamikaze drones to uh, an ally? Yeah. Uh, would Ukraine is an ally of ours? Yep, that's another thing that would have never happened. Iran would have never done that. They were no in no no position to do that. Brian, Iran was in absolutely no position to do that. They would have, uh, you know, I was I had them shut down. Iran would have made a deal with us within. One week after I reassumed office, now Iran is another one. They're, they've aligned with China and Russia. So on top of every, everything else, you have these countries with a lot of weaponry lined up. You have China, Russia, Iran, and North Korea probably, too. So, Mr. President, it's obvious, that, it's obvious that the, uh, Russia does not have a, a military that was hyped to, that it was hyped to have had. Uh, they are performing miserably in the field. People are leaving the country rather than go for their draft. Uh, obviously, Putin's embarrassed. Did you know that Russia was actually this antiquated this week? Well, nobody knew. Uh, you know, you don't know those things. Putin would talk a strong game, but it's been very embarrassing. But nevertheless, they have a strong you know, they have a strong military, and you look at what's happening now. They're knocking the hell out of – they're just knocking just knocking Ukraine to – their cities are being just pummeled, and buildings are pouring down on top of people. You know, this is something that should have never happened. This is something that – with look, when he saw – when Putin saw I was out, and he saw what happened in Afghanistan, I said – I think he looked at himself, he said – he looked at his group. He said, here's our chance. They don't know what they're doing because we looked worse right. than he ever looked. 
with the way we got out of Afghanistan. So, you know, I, I think that uh, and, and also they don't seem to be fighting with a lot of spirit. If they had a fight with spirit, like you, Ukraine is fighting with spirit. But Ukraine is a much smaller military. You know, you have to remember. What? And now they're using tactics. And don't forget, those tactics can get a lot worse. And importantly, you know, the I call it the N-word, the nuclear word. People get a little angry when I say that. They said, don't get angry. It's the biggest threat in the world today. Do you think he uses him? But Do you the, think there's a story that the, Putin wanted to use him and his inner circle stopped it? Do you think Putin would use nuclear weapons? Well, I don't think he'll stand for losing. So in some form, maybe limited form, and, uh, but to think we're even having this conversation. You know, you me- never mentioned the N-word, either one, okay? You never mentioned the N-word or the N-word. The nuclear N-word never was supposed to be mentioned. Now I'm reading every day, as an example today, I'm reading somewhere that there's at least a 40% chance that he'll use nuclear weapons. How the hell did this happen? And it's because of the United States. The other thing is, you know, we're spending a lot of money. And Europe is spending a tiny fraction of that money. You know, Europe is not spending the money. We are. We're spending a lot of money. We're, we're going for billions and billions and billions. And every time right. he calls, and, and I like him. Don't forget, he came to my defense with the fake Russian folks. He said, Zelensky. no, he didn't say anything wrong. He could have played it the other way. Oh, I was, you know, insulted or something. He wasn't insulted. And he, he was very honorable. So I like him. But it would be a great thing if we could negotiate a peace right now. Wouldn't that be great? But they not if they. It. But if they take fifteen percent of a country and then negotiate peace, they won. So that would be a bad. That would be a bad well, precedent. That's up to whoever it is negotiating. Yeah. But we're very far away from the area. Europe is very close, and Europe isn't paying money. You know, they're paying very little. Actually. If I could pair, if I could uh, pivot to Saudi Arabia, you mentioned oil. We, uh, they have decided to pull back OPEC Plus two million barrels a day from the market. Uh, causing prices to rise. The president says there's going to be hell to pay for that, essentially. And the Democrats are talking about stopping uh, uh, arms sales and missile defense to them. Do you think that's the right move? Well, I think Saudi Arabia has been treated badly by the United States, by this you know, particular group of people. And I think they took them for granted. And, you know, in the meantime, Russia, right there, Russia and China, are moving in, and they can protect them just like we can. You know, they needed us for protection. When I was there, I gave them great protection. They would have done anything for us. They would have done, literally, they would have done anything for us. But I gave them great protection, and we got along great. And when we had too much oil, you know, right. in my case, we, we produced so much that I got it down to a dollar fifty gasoline, down to a dollar fifty. That was too low because the oil companies were to go bust. So I dealt with Russia specifically. I dealt with Russia, and I dealt with Saudi Arabia on a couple of phone calls, and we got it up, and we got the uh, we got it up to forty dollars a barrel, which is great. And that gave us a dollar eighty-seven. You know, they keep saying it's two dollars and thirty. It wasn't two dollars and thirty. It was a dollar. You can't go from the day he right. took over because as soon as the election was, as I'll put a, a word in quotes, one, one, okay, which you, we got more votes than they did. We, we did a great job with that election, that I can tell you. I got 12 million more votes than I got the first time. But as soon as the election was determined, uh, you had a big spike in oil. But that had nothing to do with me. So if you go to before the election itself, you look right. at some of the prices during a period 
during a, a fairly extended right. period of time. Not not fairly during my whole administration. But we had oil down to a dollar eighty-seven a barrel. Uh, right. So, so overall, with judging by what we're living with now, uh, you would not uh, sanction, you would not withhold weapon sales or damage the relate or sanction the relationship because you were using them as a hedge against Iran anyway. Don't you have to make a choice in the I, Middle East? I wouldn't do that. No, yeah. we have for, for two reasons. They give us billions and billions of dollars to make these weapons. And if we don't give it to them, they'll buy them from China and Russia. So you know, I don't. I wouldn't do that at all. No. So let's look at I'd your be candidates. With the Saudis, I'd be friends with the Saudis, and I don't like them going to China because they do control vast amounts of oil. We have more than they do. That's the amazing thing. And Biden goes around begging Venezuela, and Saudi Arabia, and others for oil. We have more than they do. A lot of people don't know that. I yeah. got Anwar done in Alaska. Uh, that's the size potentially of Saudi Arabia and in terms of and he won't use it the quantity and, and the first day well think of this the biggest site probably in the world okay I got it done Reagan couldn't get it done nobody could get it done I got it done the first day in office they ended it but I'll get it back if I do something so Mr. But President the first day in office they ended it think of that so, Brian so, the uh, biggest site the biggest the most liquid gold anywhere in the world probably but very close but you talk to people from Alaska the they're so frustrated they're very they frustrated uh, especially so let's talk about the people that you have on the ballot some of the people you got behind uh, and endorsed Blake Masters Dr. Oz JD Vance Kari Lake are doing very well even Tudor Dixon uh, is uh, seems to be surging Will the results of this election and the people you endorsed influence whether you run or not in 2024? Uh, yes and no. Uh, look, if we did badly, I'm not sure that that wouldn't make it even more imperative to run because I've done very well. Look, I won the first election by I won the second election by a lot. A lot. Yeah, we, it was a well, you got election. you got more votes this time. But having having said that, you had seventy four million. I mean, votes. you had places where you had more votes and you had people voting. Right. Look at Philadelphia. Look at Detroit. Yeah, you just going just going forward. At looking at the results. Looking at results in twenty twenty two. You think whether whether you, whether it's a big win for your candidates or a big loss, you feel it imperative to run. How do you think Herschel Walker has handled all the uh, controversy, the allegations? Uh, of uh, abortions and things like that to this point. How do you think he's handled it? Well, as good as he as good as he can. Look, I know Herschel for a long time. He's a high quality person, actually. He's never done this before. I think he's done a really good job, and I think he's going to win. Uh, remember, Herschel as an athlete and as a person. You know, they know him for a long time in that state. But he's probably a top three running back in history. Uh, George is a big football deal. He went to a great football school. He was a star, Heisman Trophy and everything, national championship. I think when people get into that voting booth, and this, he's got a great way about him, great look. He's kept himself in shape. He looks great. He looks like he could play tomorrow. I said, Herschel, maybe, maybe you should go play a little bit of football, right? You know, help the team out. But, and they have a great team this year, too, interestingly. But Herschel was the greatest. I mean, he was one of the right. two or three greatest athletes in the history of the state. You have Hank Aaron. You have Herschel Walker. And you have a couple of others, I guess, but, but those two come to mind. I think when the voters get into that booth, which I, it would be nice if they all got into the booth, by, by the way, not this mail-in crap that gets uh, you know, rigged you. and fixed. 
But I mean, we should go to paper ballots, one-day voting, and voter ID. If you had that, you wouldn't have any problems anymore. <laughs> Nobody would be complaining. No, but, but I, but I hear you. So you're optimistic. Booth they're in, you know. Yeah, you're optimistic. Kershaw's going to pull it out. Car. And the, What's that, Frank? Well, you're optimistic he's going to pull it out, I guess. And if he doesn't get over 50, they'll have a runoff I think, again. I think, yeah. I think when people in Georgia say vote, Against a guy who's got a lot of problems. Warnock has a lot of dirty stuff in his background. Uh, to me, he's got a lot of dirty, dirty stuff, really dirty stuff. And I, in my opinion, it hasn't come out yet. Right. But I think that Herschel is going to do really well. I think people are going to say, I'm going for Herschel. Hey, so, Mr. President, what I'm wondering is I see Maggie Haberman sits down with you for hours as a best selling book, Jonathan Carl, hours best selling book, Bob Woodward now releasing tapes. Do you regret sitting down with them? They don't seem to be doing any favors and making a lot of money well, off off the relationship. No, well, it depends. I think Jonathan, Carl, you know, look, I, I know Jonathan for a long time. He's a sleazebag, and I knew what I was doing. I'm glad I did it because at least you get a little bit of say, but they don't write it anyway. Uh, in many ways, I like the tapes. I insist on tapes, but I also say the tapes belong to me, so... That means Woodward has to get whatever deal he made. You know, we'll probably end up in litigation over it because uh, we gave tapes for the written word, not tapes to sell. And that's always made clear. I don't know if you've ever done an interview with, with you. I might not say it because I trust you. You're, you're a good man, Brian. Thank you. But with uh, Bob Woodward, I said, no, no, these tapes are for the written word. These tapes are for your book. These are not to be sold. These are tapes for your book to help you. And I like that because it's more accurate, you know, than somebody. So now he's selling an audio book or whatever he is. So now he makes an audio book out of it. So we'll sue him. And then, you know, we've already hired the lawyers to sue him because he's, you know, Bob Woodward's a very sleazy guy. I know you got to get going. You got two, two, uh, 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 we got a couple of minutes. Twitter is bought by Elon Musk. They want you back. Will you go back on Twitter? I know you got Truth Social. Would you do both? Well, True Social for the last four days has been number one. I, I don't know if you've seen that. Yep. But it's been number one. It's ahead of TikTok. It's ahead of Instagram. It's ahead of everything. It's been number But I could have it sent to you just to verify this, okay, because I like to verify things. So Truth is doing really well. People love it. Back, they say that was one of the worst decisions made in business. Yeah. I got it, uh, Mr. President. You kind of faded out on that real quick. You, uh, you're going in and out. Uh, Twitter. Would you go back on Twitter? Uh, probably, uh, go back to Twitter. Yep. No, I, I love. Uh, yeah, we looks like we just got out of range. Jason in the House, the Jason Chaffetz Podcast. Dive deeper than the headlines and the party lines as I take on American life, politics, and entertainment. Subscribe now on foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts. President dropped off at the end, so he rejoins us now. Mr. President, when will you decide if you're going to run in 2024, and how would you handle running against people in your cabinet like Pompeo, Nikki Haley, Mike Pence? Well, many of them have said they would never run if I run, so we'll see whether or not that turns out to be true. I think it would be very disloyal if they did, but that's okay, too. And the polls have me leading by 40, 50 points. I'm leading by a lot. Right. Uh, the other thing is I'll probably decide in the not-too-distant future we have to make this country great again. We had it great. We had energy independence. We were respected all over the world. We had low taxes. Everything that's happened, we had no inflation, right. as you know. 
We had we had this thing going like nobody's like our country has never been before. But we when, when would you border. decide if you're going to run? In history. When would you going to decide right? if you want to try that again? We had the strongest border in history. Uh, we had all of the things. It was so beautiful. And now look at our country. Our country is a failed country. We're gotcha. we're we're really a nation in decline. And that's a well, very sad thing. Mr. President, thanks so much. Appreciate it. Donald Trump. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Ben Domenech, Fox News contributor and editor of the Transom.com daily newsletter. And I'm inviting you to join a conversation every week. It's the Ben Domenech Podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.